Hey girl, welcome to Christian Girls Pop. My name is Stephanie Bright and I'm the founder of this girls group as well as your host for the podcast. Around here, we are all about purpose, obedience, and prayer. That's what makes us pop. You're guaranteed to laugh, cry, learn, grow, and most importantly, become more like Jesus. We're going to rock this thing out and we're going to have fun doing it. You ready? Let's go. Hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Christian Girls Pop. We are in week 25 of our Bible reading plan. We are one week away from the halfway point. Ah, so excited. It's so just cool to know that we've been really doing this for 25 weeks. Like, y'all, give yourself a pat on the back because that's hard. Like, I'm not going to sit up here and just, you know, act like it's just no big deal. Like 25 weeks of reading the Bible straight and not just reading, but reading, learning, studying, putting things together, really getting into it. It's no easy thing, but I'm proud of you for doing this. And I know some people may just be listening to the podcast like without going through the actual Bible reading. And I'm like, that's cool too. This is a great way to still learn about the Bible and learn about things that are going on. Obviously, the best way is to, you know, like really get into it and read the Bible for yourself. But this is a great way to just hear of different stories that go on in the Bible and hear about what God does in these stories and how we can learn about God and how we can apply it to our lives because the main goal from this year is for y'all to get to know God and get to know his word. So I'm excited for every, anyone that joins and listen to the podcast for whatever reason it is and however you apply it. I'm glad that you're tuning in. Thanks for bringing me into your kitchen, your bedroom, your car, wherever you are. Thanks for allowing me into your space. And I just hope that we grow together. This has been such a growing and learning opportunity for me. Um, A little bit about me. I um, obviously am the founder of Christian Girls Pop, but um, I have gone through the Bible, I think once or twice in like the full, you know, cover to cover type thing um one time I did it in a in a year and um I shared my story about this on other episodes but I did it in a year but I was just doing it just to check off a list I really didn't have the right heart behind it I really wasn't living for Christ at the time I was just doing it because that's what you do you read the Bible and I learned some you know like it was cool like it would hit here and there but I wasn't in it as passionate as I am now and so now not only am I passionate about reading the word but I love teaching the word of God and so this has been a very um, eye-opening thing for me to be able to really just um, learn and be able to teach it well and so as I teach it I also it helps me remember things better helps me apply things better in my own life so yeah we're in this together and um, I'm excited for us to be in week 25 a couple of announcements before we get into this episode of teaching Um, I will be speaking at an online virtual conference on July 30th it's called I am worth it conference it's a women conference for anyone 12 years and up and so anyone is welcome to join all you have to do is click the zoom link to sign up so that link will be going out very soon like I said it's online it's free so literally anyone from all over the world you don't have to worry about finances you don't have to worry about traveling you can just click the link and join Um, I believe it will be recorded and sent out later but it's not the same as a real thing so I'd encourage y'all to um, check that out you can find more information on our website at christiangirlspop slash events or also 
Um, you can find that on our website, Christian Girls Pop, under the events tab. Um, you can also see some information on our social media sites. And like I said, the, the Zoom link will be going up pretty soon. And so um, that will be available for y'all to register. You do have to register for the event, but that's it. Everything is free of charge. So I'll be speaking at that event. Um, we also will be releasing um, our Selah retreat tickets for the fall retreat. We will be releasing those starting July 1st, but coming up very soon, there will be an early bird special. So you are able to get your tickets in at a cheaper price. And, um, for those who attended their treat previously, the one that we had in April, you do get a slight discount. So I encourage y'all to come on in and get your tickets again. Um, the dates for the Selah retreat are October 14th through 16th. So I want to make sure y'all get in on that. And um, there may be some other events that will be loading. As soon as I get more information on those, I definitely will let y'all know. A great way to keep up with events that we have going on or that I will be at or speaking at is to go to christiangoldspop.com and click on the events tab. That will always keep you up to date. And another great way to keep up to date is to be a part of our weekly newsletter. It goes out every single week and it's a great way for you to know what's popping. All the latest events, you can find it there and um, any latest YouTube videos, the latest merch that's coming out, all of that is available on our website. So make sure you check that out. That's all the announcements that I have. So before we get into this episode, let's pray. God, thank you so much once again for another chance to be able to share your word. I thank you, God. I don't take it lightly. I don't take it for granted. I pray that those that are listening and are reading your word, that they would have eyes to to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive. I pray that you would make learning easy for them so that they can apply it to their lives and really um, grow from that and, and become everything that you've always had in mind for them and had planned for their life that you've created them for. I thank you that you are with us in this journey and that we can just trust you with that so we thank you we love you so much and we pray all these things in your holy name in jesus name amen so this week we're talking about the god of the supernatural and the reason that i titled that for this week is because we see a lot of supernatural stuff that happens this week a lot of miracles a lot of things that there are no other explanations than it had to be god that showed up and um I love that we get to talk about that because it's not just something that is, oh, it happened then and that's it. Some people would like to believe that, but that's just not true. And that actually limits God because we think that he has changed for some reason. And um, we limit God to do the things that he's wanting to do, the miracles that he's wanting to perform in our lives. And so we'll get to be learning about the God of the supernatural, but also be encouraged that that same God still does miracles today. And we can still see God show up in that way in our lives. So for week 25, the days that we're going to be reading and learning from are day 170 through 176. So starting in day 170, which is June 19th, the reading is 1 Kings chapter 18 and 19 and 1 Corinthians chapter 16. So um, remember, Elijah just came on the scene as part of one of our new characters that we're seeing here in first Kings. And so in first Kings chapter 18, Elijah confronts Ahab. Elijah proves that Baal is the false God and a drought ends. 
So they've been in the drought. Elijah had already predicted that drought. Elijah confronts Ahab about his sin, his false worship, his idolatry that he's been falling into. And Elijah gets so bold with these dudes. Basically, Baal is a false god and there's a bunch of prophets and a bunch of people that are worshiping this false god. Elijah calls him out. And this is one of the famous stories that um, is maybe what I would like to call like a Sunday school story that you may have heard. And, um, with that, it's like, basically Elijah was like, all right, well, let's make a bet. We're both going to put, we're both going to put sacrifices down, whichever sacrifice gets rained on by fire. That's the real God. So I'm going to pray to my God that fire will fall. Y'all pray to y'all little false God and we're going to see who wins. And obviously their false God did nothing. God, our true living God rained down fire on the sacrifice. That's the gist of the story. And so Elijah proves that Baal was a false God. And so we really see Elijah's boldness, but we also see this supernatural power of God. And this is one of the first times, but remember, we're going to keep seeing it throughout scripture. And then, um, like I said, the drought that was happening, the drought ended. And then in chapter 19, Jezebel, who's Ahab's crazy, wicked wife, Jezebel threatens Elijah because of what he just did. Because not only did he get our God to rain down fire, but after he proved that our God was real, he killed all the people that were (laughs) worshiping false gods. So Jezebel felt some type of way about that. And she threatened Elijah, so she's sending death threats. So Elijah flees, he bounces, he gets out of there and, um... Then at the end of the chapter, Elisha comes on the scene and um, he begins to walk and follow with Elijah. So I can imagine that was like kind of hard for everybody to keep up with, you know, but granted it was in the Hebrew. So their names weren't, I don't think their names were as similar, Uh, but still like, it's so hard for me to keep up. I'm like, Elijah, Elisha, Elijah, Elisha. So anyways, and so in first Corinthians chapter 16, we see um the blessing that's given to the church and then the final encouragement to the church in the letter um it also shows that paul is coming again so he's paul is the one who wrote first corinthians and so it's kind of just finishing up the chapter giving the church a, a little bit more encouragement to keep going to just you know stay with it to love people well and and walk in love and um just a good final like all right y'all so i've always imagined like the ending of the letter is like you know when you're wrapping things up after like a, a party at your family's house or something and then um you're like all right y'all like i love you you're going around giving your hugs giving your kisses you know that's kind of what the end of this letter was he's like all right y'all i love y'all i'll be back to see y'all but i gotta go <laughs> So moving on to day 171, which is June 20th, we are going to be reading 1 Kings chapter 20 and Mark chapter 1. So with every new book, we always give introduction. And so Mark is the second book of the New Testament, and it's one of the what we call synoptic gospels. That means they all kind of go together and they work hand in hand with each other. And so, um, you know, Mark wrote the book. It's called The Gospel According to Mark. And so he actually traveled with the Apostle Paul and Barnabas on their first missionary journey. Um, But then he turned back and we get that account in the book of Acts. And so um, just as I mentioned, as far as God being the God of the supernatural, so Mark, the book of Mark really emphasizes on the supernatural power of Christ and um, how his actions rather than his words are given the most attention and just all the miracles that he's performing, demonstrating his divinity, demonstrating his power. We really see that in the book of Mark. And so obviously, even though the scriptures are very, um, they coincide with each other and they're 
inspired by the Holy Spirit, um, they all have different motives or themes behind why it was written or like you can kind of see the gist of, you know, the, the message behind this particular book, even though it's a similar content. And so Marx is very focused on Jesus's supernatural ability and his and the miracles that were being performed while he was here. And um, just a fun fact, the Gospel of Mark actually has about 93% of the material in it is repeated in Matthew and Luke. Um, and so it's just really cool to just see how congruent those those three books are. John is a little bit different in what he writes. Um, and so he's not considered part of the synoptic Gospels. Um, he's part of the Gospels, the four Gospels, but his is slightly different in just the way it's approached. Um, but it's very similar writing accounts in those scriptures. So now that we have that context, we're going to start with 1 Kings chapter 20, but then we'll go into Mark chapter 1. So in 1 Kings chapter 20, we read that the Syrians surround Samaria. That's a tongue twister. Syrians surround Samaria. Syrians surround Samaria. (laughs) Um, So uh, along with that, uh, there's a prophet. The prophet is not named in scripture, but there's a prophet who predicts the defeat of Syria. And then um, Ahab is victorious over Syria. Ahab is still the king at the time and then um the prophet comes and condemns Ahab Ahab so remember Ahab is the king but he's a wicked king and so um they Ahab and his people do get the victory over Syria but the prophet is still condemning this uh this man Ahab and just the 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 life that he's living and then in Mark chapter 1 we really start getting into that supernatural stuff and so um Mark chapter one, it takes time. He takes time to introduce John the Baptist, um, who is actually the one who's introducing Jesus. He introduces John the Baptist. Jesus is baptized. He goes into the wilderness. He begins his ministry. And then the miracles start. He's casting out demons and calling disciples and healing and delivering many, many people. And so um, we're just already seeing his supernatural ability just come out. First chapter, boom, he does not waste any time getting right to it. And we will continue to see more of that as we go through the week. For day 172, which is June 21st, the reading is Psalm chapter 94, 1 Kings chapter 21, and Mark chapter 2. In Psalm chapter 94, we read of um, judgment for the wicked and refuge for the righteous and like the prayer behind that and um, just the declaration of it all and that God does bring that for both. God brings judgment for the wicked and um, he is a refuge for the righteous. And we'll see how that plays a part in what we're reading in the rest of the chapters. In 1 Kings chapter 21, we read of Jezebel. Remember, Jezebel is um, Ahab's evil, wicked wife. Jezebel orders Naboth's death sentence for a vineyard, and Elijah delivers a harsh prophecy to Ahab. So Ahab wanted to get this vineyard. It was a nice vineyard. He wanted it from Naboth. Naboth said no, and Ahab was like, all right, cool. But Jezebel was like, no, you're going to get this vineyard. So she orders this dude to be killed. So then she's like all right I killed him we got the vineyard now and he's like okay cool great awesome thanks and then Elijah God sends Elijah after that to deliver a harsh prophecy to Ahab and Elijah is basically telling him like dude you're about to pay for this sin that you just committed and he said you're gonna die your wife's gonna die dog's gonna be licking up your blood like he was just like just coming for them because like God was judging them for their sin remember Psalm 94 judgment for the wicked that judgment is coming like God was like all right like I can only put up with this for so long and give you so much grace and mercy before I have to send judgment on you and so that's what we see here in first Kings chapter 21 and Ahab mourns after Elijah sent him that prophecy Ahab is like man I've messed up the Lord is coming for me 
And in Mark chapter 2, Jesus heals a layman and then he teaches on fasting and the Sabbath. And so um, he also calls Matthew to be his disciple as well. And um, fun fact, in Mark, Mark chapter 2, some of your scriptures will say that God called Levi, the tax collector. Levi is also Matthew. That's the same person. Um, but it's just depending on, like, it's like both names would have been used for him. And so that's what we see here in scripture. So just in case you're wondering or if you get confused with that. And if there's there's a lot of other things, like I always tell people, there's a lot of other things that I don't include in the podcast just because it's a lot of small details. And I try to keep the main thing the main thing. But if you're wanting to go more in depth, especially if you're teaching this to someone else, I definitely recommend um, getting the notes and how you get my notes as being part of a CG Pop Bible crew. Um, you can sign up for that on our website as well, but that's a way for you to get the notes and keep up with um, the notes that come out each week and that I go a lot more in depth there. And once the notes are yours, they're yours to keep. So that's something for you to check out if you are interested. Um, another quick announcement, I have made um, some announcements here and there or on social media, but if you're wanting more resources as um, you study the Word of God, Daily Grace Company is a great way for you to get those resources. And they not only have Bibles and such, but they also have so many just cool use, uh, resources to use and tools while you study. They have highlighters, pens, bookmarks, um, just little devotionals, all kinds of stuff. And so um, that link is in the podcast notes. You can check that out. You can click the link to shop there. I definitely recommend this website. I use some of their products and I absolutely love them. Haven't gotten anything that I didn't like. And so that's something for you to check out if you're wanting um, to get stuff for yourself. And they also make great gifts for others as well. So Daily Grace Company, something for you to check out. Moving on to day 173, which is June 22nd. The reading is 1 Kings chapter 22, 2 Kings chapter 1, and Mark chapter 3. So once again, we have a new book that we're starting this week. And so let's start off with a quick introduction of 2 Kings chapter 1. So 2 Kings is a continuation of 1 Kings. I mentioned this when we talked about 1 Kings, but um, 1 Kings and 2 Kings were actually one book at one time, and then they were later divided into two books. And so it, it's a book that really traces the history of the divided kingdoms from the reign of Solomon all the way into the the destruction of Jerusalem. So spoiler alert, that's how it kind of ends. Um, but, you know, things divided after Solomon came along. And then now, you know, we have Israel and Judah and then now they're at war and all this stuff. And so it's really tracing just all the different history that happens um, after that that divide. So that's a little bit of intro there. And then in 1 Kings chapter 22, um, we see that Ahab ignores Micaiah's prophecy. Ahab goes to battle against Syria. Ahab dies. Ahaziah reigns in Israel. And then um, we have a couple kings that we see here that reign in Judah, Jehoshaphat and Jeroboam. And um, so remember, we're tracing the history. So we're just keeping track of the different kings that have come along, different events that are happening. Micaiah delivered a prophecy to Ahab. Ahab ignored it. Ahab dies. One thing to note about Jehoshaphat, who's one of the other kings that we see here, is that Jehoshaphat continually seeks the Lord for guidance. And we see that not just once, but several times through scripture. We see um, Jehoshaphat going to Israel, uh, going to God and, and asking for his guidance about situations. And then in 2 Kings chapter 1, Elijah prophesies the death of Ahaziah and then Ahaziah dies. So Elijah just keeps having to deliver these harsh prophecies, but he's always so obedient to God and he tells everyone exactly what 
God tells him to say nothing more, nothing less. He doesn't change it up, even if it gets weird or even if he has to really say some hard stuff. You know, like imagine God's like, hey, tell somebody they're about to die. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> uh, no, thank you. <laughs> but Elijah didn't. He was obedient to what God told him. And then in Mark chapter three, we see that Jesus heals a man on the Sabbath and then he appoints his 12 disciples. And so we're just continuing to see God be just the God of the supernatural. He's he's giving Elijah these prophetic words to deliver to others. He's healing people. And he's we're, we're just seeing so much of God's character throughout this story and uh, throughout the reading for this week. So for day 174, which is June 23rd, the reading is 2 Kings chapter 2 and 3 and Mark chapter 4. In 2 Kings chapter 2, God takes Elijah up to heaven. So we're about to talk about that in a second. But God takes Elijah up to heaven. Um, and then Elisha, he cleanses this spring of water and he sends bears after these children. So let's talk about all the things that happen in this chapter. So first of all, God takes Elijah up to heaven. So Elijah skips death. Like he's like playing a Monopoly game where you're supposed to like, you know, stop collect $200 he, he skips right by that and just goes straight to heaven he just gets the $200 he just skips it right away so he is one of two men in scripture or two people in scripture who um was just taken up by God Enoch was the other one you can read about that in chapter 5 of Genesis and it's just a very quick it's not a super long story but Enoch it's it's mentioned in scripture that God takes Enoch um there's not much of an explanation why they got to go like that and everybody else didn't <laughs> but um but that's what happened so yeah God took Elijah in a whirlwind and um yeah straight swooped him up to heaven and so uh if we're talking about supernatural why that's pretty supernatural like you don't die you're just like it's like the rapture but like for one person like he didn't die he just like whoop, like a like a tunnel and then he just, that was it. <laughs> um, and then, um, so now Elisha is, you know, stepping up and Elisha does some supernatural things through the power of God. And he cleanses this spring of water that was dirty. Um, and then at the end of the chapter, <laughs> at the end of the chapter, these, this is like the funniest story. These kids started making fun of Elisha cause he's bald headed and he sent bears after them. And I'm like, wait, like we could do that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Am I? Am I though? But no, like he literally was like sent some bears and they mauled these children. And I'm like, I am so like, why is this is so crazy? Like the Bible is crazy. Anyways, yeah, that's what happens in chapter two. Okay. We also see in chapter two, um, in verse eight, where Elisha uses Elijah's old cloak and parts the water and just like so much cool stuff. Um, just so much of God's supernatural ability is what we see in this time. And then in second Kings chapter three, Elisha prophesies to Jeroboam and then the Lord delivers water like supernaturally to defeat Moab. So he uses it as a war strategy. So we see the supernatural power as Elisha is delivering a prophecy because that's supernatural. Um, also the Lord, um, you like deliver supernatural water, like as a way to defeat the enemy and he like basically like floods this town and uh, you'll have to read it about how it all went down but basically God uses water floods like puts a bunch of water in this area the enemy thinks it's blood when they see it so they're like oh cool the enemy's already dead while they think that the, the, the they come around them attack them boom everybody dies so 
crazy supernatural once again. And then in Mark chapter 4, we see that Jesus teaches on the seed and the sower parable. Um, he also teaches several other parables. And then he calms the storm. And calming the storm is one of his favorite miracles that we talk about at church or at Sunday school. Once again, very supernatural that the literal wind and waves obey him. Crazy. Only our God could do something like that. And so we really just see the supernatural. And so like, it's really just cool to know all of these things that our God can do. Um, because it's like, I would have never have asked God to like, Lord, can you fill up water in a certain part of town? So my enemy thinks I'm dead. Like I would have never thought to, you know, <laughs> that thought never crossed my mind, but it crossed God's in order to bring victory. And so like, we just get to see how, how amazing our God is, how he works, how he blesses, how he operates, how he does miracles. It's amazing to see. Moving on to day 175, which is June 24th. The reading is 2 Kings chapter 4 and Mark chapter 5. In 2 Kings chapter 4, we read of the miracle of the jars of oil. And then Elijah prophesies to a woman at Shunem. Elijah raises the Shunammite son to life. And Elijah also cleanses some poison food. So uh, basically a whole chapter of more supernatural stuff that's happening. Like it's literally all over this week's reading. Like it's all about God supernatural ability so cool um with the miracle of the jars of oil like literally oil is coming out of nowhere like oil is supposed to stop after one jar is filled and it just keeps going and keeps going like it's like it's like drinking a glass of water and obviously the glass of water should be empty but it just keeps it just stays full you just keep drinking it like that's basically what happened super cool the prophecy that elisha delivered supernatural elisha raising the the woman's son to life supernatural elijah cleansing food that was supposed to be poison supernatural like crazy super cool stuff okay in mark chapter five more supernatural stuff y'all like it just gets better and better like if you wanted an action movie this is it like Put a bag of popcorn on and then just read through this week's reading. But like imagine it in a movie form. Like there's just stuff happening all over the place. Like this week's reading is enough for like the top rated films in America if somebody like produced this. Because there's just so much crazy stuff, y'all. Like I don't have the brains for that or at least I don't think I do. Um, You know, I'm not going to limit God. You know, if he wants to make me top executive producer, I'm here for it. <laughs> no, but... um. There's just a lot of cool stuff that's happening. So in Mark chapter five, Jesus cast out demons. He heals women. He heals a woman with the issue of blood. And then he raises a dead girl to life. So boom, boom, boom. Three miracles back to back to back. And y'all remember this on top of everything else. This isn't even all that Jesus did while he was here on earth. And that's the part that blows my mind because um, in John, at the end of the gospel of John, he tells us that if if we recorded everything that God did, like there, like if, that Jesus did while He was here, there would not be enough books to to like contain it all. So like, there's so much else that Jesus was doing all the time. Like I feel like this is already a lot. Like everywhere He's going, He's like healing all these people and doing all this stuff. Blah blah blah. And some of it, I think, like what He was referring to, some of it is like the fact that He would say like He healed many, but He's not going you know, story by story, he healed somebody from this and he healed somebody from that. He brought somebody's leg back and he did this. So a lot of it is like, we're not, he's like, you look, we can't tell every individual story. That's why we just say he healed many. Um, but there's also stuff that just like was not ever mentioned in the Bible that Jesus still did. And that's crazy. 
Like, as as if casting out demons and raising people to life all over the place was not enough. Like, he's he's over here doing other stuff that we don't even know about, which is crazy. And so this is just reminding us we don't have to limit God. We serve the God of the supernatural who wants to do so much in our lives and who can, who has the full ability to. And we serve an Ephesians 3.20 type of God. I always say that Ephesians 3.20, God will do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask, think, or imagine. He can do so much more than our biggest, quote unquote, our biggest prayer. Like, that's amazing. And so we have to remember this, that this isn't just a Sunday school story, that Jesus' name can still cast out demons, that people can still be healed, that resurrection can still take place, that that souls can still be saved, that people can still be delivered, that just crazy supernatural things can still happen. Like I've heard of some really cool miracles, um, especially like from people who've been on mission trips and like just really depending on God to show up. Like I've seen God show up. I've heard of how God has showed up and it encourages me like, man, like this is the God I serve. Like this should give you confidence in your God. This should encourage you. It's kind of like if you're dating someone and like, you you know, you know that they're like a pretty great person. Like, that's why you're dating him, right? Like, you know, he's a pretty good guy. Like, yeah, like, I think I'm going to marry him. Like, I, I really enjoy this person, blah, blah, blah. But then like you get invited to like an award ceremony and he's like, hey, I'm getting nominated for an award. And so you're like, cool, like I'm going to join you. So you go to the award ceremony and then you find out that he's done all kinds of crazy stuff like he's built homes for the homeless and he's fed and he like solved world hunger and he cured cancer and he's like you know whatever the craziest things right and you're hearing all these things that he does and you're like oh snap like this is my man (laughs) you know like okay like I see you like you it, it builds your confidence in him like wow like as if I didn't like really like you before now I'm like okay like wow I want to marry you you're amazing like that's how it is or that's how it should be when we're reading the word of God when we're like wow I've heard of God I've seen him do some cool stuff in my life like I'm pretty convinced like he's a pretty you know pretty good guy like you know and to talk about it in the sense that we've been talking about it like wow I you know I I believe in him like I think this is gonna go great but then you really start reading the bible and you're like oh wow like you're way cooler than I thought you were you're way better than I was giving you credit for like yo this is super cool like I want to follow you the rest of my days I want to serve you the rest of my life you are amazing like we're we're reading like the award ceremony um um speech about our god like that's what we're seeing here in scripture and so i just think it's really cool that we get to be a part of that so last day of the week day 176 which is june 25th the reading is second kings chapter 5 and mark chapter 6 in second kings chapter 5 we read of naaman being healed of leprosy elisha's servant gehazi steals and then he becomes a leper so y'all more crazy stuff that's happening more supernatural stuff so y'all i feel like a news reporter that's like live breaking news we're here again with more reports of more supernatural stuff like that's <laughs> that's what i feel like when i keep telling y'all like y'all there's more supernatural stuff <laughs> so um but yeah i'm just really excited because there's more supernatural stuff so naaman was the commander of the army of the king of syria and he was a he was a great man and the lord gave him victory he was a mighty man that's what the scripture says he was a mighty man of valor very well decorated think of him like you know super high up person in an army or something like that 
but he has leprosy. And so we've talked about this before a couple of weeks into the Bible reading plan, I think, because um, we were going through like Ephesians and Matthew and stuff. Um, cause we were, we went through some of the other gospels, but um, yeah, and leprosy was a really bad thing, very contagious. And so they couldn't be, you know, around other people because it was so contagious. Like think of it like COVID on steroids, like it's like COVID, but like your skin's falling off and your, your, your limbs start breaking down your skin is like eating itself. Your, your fingers just like start falling off. Like it's real bad. Right. Um, and you can't be around anyone. So it's like a lifelong quarantine. Like they can't be around other people besides lepers. Um, and if they have to go into town for something, they have to yell, like to get people out the way. They have to consider themselves unclean. Like it was a whole thing that they had to do. Cleaning themselves and purifying themselves was a whole process. And he's a leper, but Naaman gets healed of prophecy. That story is pretty interesting because Naaman um, expects his healing to come one way. God tells him a whole different way of how to get his healing. But at the end of the day, he does obey and he gets his healing. But then Elisha's servant steals Gehazi, who's Elisha's servant, steals from Naaman. And God punishes Elisha for stealing from Naaman. And God gives Elisha's servant the, the leprosy that Naaman had. Like, that's crazy. Like more supernatural stuff, but it's like, yo, that that's pretty bad, dog. Like he it's like imagine like it's like if somebody had COVID and then you made fun of them for having COVID and then you get their COVID and they get healed. Like that's what that's what happened. Like that's so crazy. But God was like, Boy, why are you stealing? I'm gonna give you leprosy. And then in Mark chapter 6, which is the last chapter for the week, Jesus gives authority to his to his disciples. So they go and start um, performing miracles as well. Um, Herod orders the beheading of John the Baptist. John feeds, uh, Jesus feeds the 5,000. Jesus walks on water and Jesus heals a whole lot of people. So a whole bunch of more supernatural stuff that's happening again. Now, not only is he performing supernatural stuff, but he's giving authority and power to his disciples to do the same. So his disciples were casting out demons because Jesus gave them authority over the unclean spirits. And so um, John the Baptist is um, ordered to be beheaded because of um, he was already in jail for, um, you know, sharing the gospel and all of that. And so Herod orders him to uh, be beheaded. And then these other miracles that happens um, are very popular ones. We've probably heard about them in Sunday school if we grew up there. Jesus feeds the 5,000 out of very little food. Jesus walks on water, which is self-explanatory. That's literally a miracle. And then Jesus heals a lot more people. We see more of Jesus' healing power as he heals many others. And so that is the reading for the week. We see just how amazing our God is. Like I said, we're we're getting to see all his accolades and accomplishments. And we're like, wow, you're a pretty cool guy, you know? He is, and I don't mean that in a like in a disrespectful like. Oh, he's just a cool guy. Like he's amazing. He's worthy of all our praise. We he's worthy of our reverence. He's worthy of our yes, of our surrender, of our lives forever. Um, he is the one true living God, the only one who truly saves, who satisfies. And I can go on and on. I love him so much. He is my best friend, and I don't mean that in a super churchy, cliche like weird way. Cause I don't know, people be making it weird, you know. But like, no, seriously, like, he's my best friend. He knows the worst of me. He knows the best of me. He loves me. I talk to him all the time. Like, we, like, 
I this and this has been a journey I didn't start off like this but like I really have come to a point of really really knowing that no one else satisfies but Jesus like I've seen it time and time again where I've run to other things trying to fill that void and it's just not it like it ain't it okay I've tried it it don't work there's temporary satisfaction if at all and it always leaves me still wanting more and I'm never that way with Christ only in the sense of like I just want more of him because I truly desire him Um, but I'm never left unsatisfied and so I just want us all to continue to grow continue to deepen our relationship with God so that we too can say the same that we know God we love God we walk with him he's our closest friend he's our brother our father our savior whatever he's our he's our friend he's our father he's our savior he's whatever we need him to be our peace our joy our strength our comfort our refuge our 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 love whatever it is we can find it in him so that's what i just want to leave you with today trust that supernatural god so thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode if you have not already make sure you follow us on social media you can follow us on facebook and instagram at christian girls pop you can find us on youtube at christian girls pop and you can check out our website christiangirlspop.com if you would like to donate to this ministry you can donate on venmo at christian girls pop on Cash App at dollar sign Christian Girls Pop and on PayPal using the email address cgpopdonate at gmail.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. And as always, remember, Jesus already loves you so much. Don't you ever forget that.